comic left in this amazing show tonight. Uh, uh, he is lovely. Before before we get to him, I just want to say one thing about Sean. Uh, with the Tinder, you know, some people say raise the bar. Some people say lower the bar. I say meet at the bar. What the fuck are you guys doing with these dumb apps? Like, go to the bar and meet people, you weirdos. Like, what is the fuck's going on? You know what I'm talking about. That's how we used to meet men, right? You just go to the bar. I don't get it. Dating's so hard. I'm like, do you not go to bars? Like, what are you? Why do you live in San Francisco? Like, there's a bar on every corner for a reason. Uh, your neck, your last comedian of the night. He, I got to see him earlier today, and he was very, very funny. And he has a voice for radio. Let me tell you, he has a face for it too. No, he's a lovely. He's actually very pretty. He's a pretty. He's a pretty young man, um, hailing from Washington. You guys are gonna love him. Put your hands together for Andrew Murphy. Yeah, damn straight, I'm good looking. All right, all right. Yeah, I am from Seattle. I came all the way down here for this. It's pretty, I like this town. It's all right, it's all right. I went to go see Alcatraz, which I had not, Alcatraz is surprisingly pleasant for a government fortress that got turned into a prison colony. Like, it's surprisingly nice out there. While I was out there, the, uh, the nice park ranger was telling me, he was like, yeah, these are Western black crowned seagulls and uh they mate for life i was like that's interesting is that true do seagulls mate for life or can we just not tell seagulls apart (laughs) you know because if seagulls mating policy is anything like their french fries in the dumpsters policy i think it's pretty safe to assume the seagulls fuck (laughs) oh man I'm sorry, I have to come up on stage here tonight with a set list, actually. I've been away from stand-up for a while. I've, uh, I booked uh, my first TV thing, which is very exciting. Very, yeah, yeah. I got, I got booked as one of the hosts of Straight Eye for the Straight Guy. Yeah. It's a show where I just go to other dudes' houses, and I'm like, there's a cool pool table, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. It's like I live in a bar, dude. Yeah. And then we just drink and talk about how we would have done the Bin Laden raid different. You know? I would have gone in through the window, got him in the back, you know? Yeah. You got to talk to people you don't like, you know? You got to talk. You got to meet new people. That's the important thing. That's why I travel and do these comedy festivals. Like the other day, I was talking with a guy who's pro-life, and he was dropping some pro-life knowledge on me. And I don't know if you guys know this, but this is actually true. Do you guys know that at 16 weeks, the fetus has developed everything it needs to dunk? <laughs> and I don't know. And you got to respect that, because, you know, because for some people, life just begins at the rim, you know? But... Yeah, 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 man, it's, uh, how you guys liking Trump, huh? How we feeling on him here, huh? Boo, low, low average, low average, I'm sensing on the, I do gotta say, like, I don't like the guy, but people, a lot of the things people say about him really drive me crazy. Whenever people are like, there's nothing Trump could do that would surprise me anymore, I'm like, I don't know, I can think of a few things. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if Trump could dunk, I'd be pretty surprised. Or even like a strong alley-oop. I'd be like, oh, all right. Or like if Trump was gay, that'd be pretty, you know, if he was like, I did it, I'm gay, I'm the best at being gay, I sucked Elton John's dick like a million times. (laughs) This doesn't change how I feel about other minorities. I'd be like, all right, all right. Or if he dunked while gay. (laughs) He's jumped up and like bit a dick on the rim. (laughs) 
and put the ball in a butt. <laughs> that joke's relatively new. Don't, like, look. My jokes are like my babies. Some of them are fucking dumb, and they're not all gonna make it, so. All right, all right, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know, yeah, I do have a voice for radio, though. This is going out live on the radio, right? Yeah, I got a great radio. I would love to work in the radio. The radio, the most thriving of the media right now. I would love to work for a classic rock radio station. You're like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to 92.3 KQKLAQKLAW, the Kakla. <laughs> All right, we're coming at you live from on top of the hill. We're going to be giving away tickets to see Asia playing in Boston. Boston playing in Asia. And Blasia, the first all-Asian Boston tribute band. They are all Japanese except for the drummer, who is Thai. All right, and we're going to be playing some Beatles, some Stones, some Kinks, some The Who, and other lost gems of the rock revolution. Just kidding, Hotel California on a loop until I am dead, you motherfuckers! <laughs> oh, man. Nah, but you can't, you know, I could probably still, I could work at like a cool radio station like this one. You guys got like cool alt radio stations in town here? Like college radio stations like this one where you just do like, hey, yeah, like this one. You're like, hey, you're listening to Mutiny Radio. My name's DJ Inside Joke. Like, whatever. I don't even need this job. <laughs> we were just playing the newest track by... <laughs> That's off the newest compilation record by uh, Records. <laughs> Next up, we're going to be having an in-studio session from some coked-out vegan Brooklyn indie darling who did, <laughs> who found just the right amount of reverb to make people think his haircut's not stupid. <laughs> and we got some very exciting news. Surviving members of Oingo Boingo, Chumbawamba, Incubus, and Hoobastank have formed a super group. It's called Oingo Wumba Hoobubus. And they're going to be headlining Lollapalooza. <laughs> yeah. Man. Any of you guys got health care? I one day hope to also have health care. I do not have this, this, uh, they didn't give me my, my tax paperwork when I agreed to do this festival here. So I don't know what my billing status for this year is going to be. Oh no, man. If I ever get health insurance, I'm going to go nuts. Oh man. I'm going to live in a CAT scan machine. You won't be able to get me out. It's going to be great. I'm going to have like experimental therapy. I'm not even that fucked up, but I'm going to be like getting prescription ecstasy and shit. Going to weird Swiss doctors that make me fight a guy who looked like my dad or something. It's gonna be good. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold a The Bachelor with doctors. I'm gonna have like 20 doctors. I'm gonna be like Dr. Smith. You prescribed me Vicodin very quickly. I appreciate that. Here's your stethoscope. So we do stethoscopes instead of roses on my pretend show. No, yeah. I would, man, having health insurance would be great, you know, man. I don't know, like, because it jives a lot in my brain because I am of Norwegian extraction, and they have very good health insurance up in Norway. 
you know and like it's very weird to be norwegian in america without health insurance because whoever you are in america your immigrant story is like a huge thing with you you know you're like oh we were irish and we were treated like shit but we came to america and we built this country and when you're norwegian you're just like you stupid motherfuckers <laughs> You stupid Norwegian ancestor motherfuckers. You couldn't have ridden out the reign of Hakonan the Eighth just a few more years. So I could have had health insurance. I could have been blonde, you motherfuckers. But no, you had to move to Yellow Medicine County, Minnesota and grow farms and have a whole bunch of kids who got addicted to meth. All right, all right, yeah. I don't know, you know. I, it's, it's very interesting to me that, like, America is a very weird place. I, uh, I'm very interested in the history of America. I, uh, I run a YouTube channel. It's called What the Fuck is in America? You should all go check it out, but it's very hard to find because I didn't think it through before I named it. But, um, <laughs> like, literally, come talk to me after the show. I'll just give you a coupon on how to get there. It's, you can't find it. But one of the things I think is very interesting is, you know, like, is who built America? And if you really get down to it, it was ugly people. You know, like sixes and down, we built America, you know, like you look at those pictures of all the people on the steel girders, you know, the guy, the picture of the famous people on the girders eating lunch. They're not hot. That's all sixes and down. You know, no one, no one with cheekbones had to fight at Gettysburg. You know, it was all uggos. Cause if you were hot, you didn't need to leave Europe. All the ugly bog Irish people were getting shoveled onto the boat. And then all the hot Irish people were like, why don't you just ask people for potatoes? People just give me potatoes all the time. You know? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to close on this one here and I'm going to burn the light a little bit. Sorry. Um, I'm single, you know, cause I suck, but whatever. I had it coming, you know, and fucking is weird. Fucking is sex is just what poor people do when there's no wrestling on TV. But you got to do it every once in a while just to remember that you can, you know, and, and fucking is weird. Cause it's like, I don't know. You guys got water parks around here. No, no. Okay. Shit. This joke won't work. If you don't, if you're not intimately familiar with water parks. All right. Well, now that some of the momentum's gone, let's get back into it. I'm bad at flirting. I'm just really bad. Cause like my problem is my flirting is just being sociable and polite, you know? And like for some people that's their game, you know, like I'll be at a bar and I'll just be like talking to the bartender. Like I will have this. And then the bartender like, here you go. And I'll be like, thank you. Here's a tip. And then my friends are like, you're trying to fuck, aren't you? Yeah. That's Andrew's game. Step one, be polite. Step two, all night. <laughs> Step three, New city, new name, start over. It's not necessary. It's just how I do things. <laughs> yeah. That's actually how my parents met. My mom was a waitress and my dad just didn't spit on the floor. <laughs> All right, I'll end on that. My name has been Andrew Murphy. You guys have been wonderful. Thank you very much. Give it back over to your host, Pam Benjamin there. Uh, give it up for yourselves for being in this room and listening to live comedy. Yay, you! Say yay, us! Yay, us! Say yay, these two young men that have really, this is you guys. I'm so glad you were here. This was a lot of fun. And um, you guys are really mature. No, it was. It was really cool, seriously. And I usually feel weird about fuck swearing in front of children, but not tonight. <laughs> Um, again, thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, this has been Pam Tessis Comedy Clubhouse. We have one more show tonight at 10 o'clock. Um, it's all women, but go outside and meet the comedians and uh, come back in if you want uh, for the next show. But thank you so much for being here. This has been a lot of fun. We have shows going 
in, until Tuesday. So we've got tomorrow night from 6 to 10 p.m. We have shows on Sunday. We have 5 to 10 on Monday, 5 to 10, Tuesday, 5 to 10. So come back. And thank you so much for being here. Good night. Yay! Swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. Say my name, say my name. Darn good. No one is around you, say my name.
You know she's dead, don't you? All I know is the letter says she'll be alive until 3 a.m.
Why do you like soul food? Because it makes me happy. Pass the peas like you used to say. Pass the peas like you used to say. Pass the peas like you used to say. Pass the peas like you used to say.
Hey, Bobby. Hitler's birthday. It is Hitler's birthday. Happy birthday, Hitler. Adolf Hitler. What? Oh, Hitler? What do you think about Hitler, Luke? Yeah, Third Reich. Top five Reichs, definitely. I think the Third Reich. <laughs> Righteous. We good? Keep going? Yeah, all right, cool.
Yeah, dude, it's, it's like weed. Christmas. It's oh, weed. Oh shit, for Earth Day? Earth Day. Mikhailenko. Late as fuck, because you're after 420. What you doing, brother? What, was that? what were you doing at 420? What were you? Oh, dude. Uh, I was in train time. What's that? I'm from West Oakland. I know not to check my pocket till after I get off stage. <laughs> I know not to look at that shit. I got no, I got no fucking clue what that is. I'm a little nervous. It's, it's quasi it's See, there you go. I'm. It's, it's my. It's a. It's my phone. You put my phone back in my it's pocket. A it's a greater. Oh, so it's Salvia. It's Salvia. Uh, no, it's. Uh, well, man, Salvia is the only. The only time I've tripped, and I had a. That's a fucking shitty. Exclusive oh, yeah, a whole. Uh, a totally unredeeming, completely worthless, horrifying. Oh, negative experience. My first drug ever was Salvia, and I did. Uh, I would never take drugs. Like, like, fuck you with your coffee. It's not worth it. Yeah, no, Salvia is like a DM. Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> Happy 420, everybody. Um, oh, shit. Sudden people. What'd y'all do for 420? <coughs> I tried to go down to Hippie Hill. Fuck that shit. Uh, I love weed, but I don't, I don't like hanging around stoners. Especially, stoners are good in like small groups like this, but stoners are not good in large crowds. Because everybody's walking slow. Nobody's paying attention to shit. Everybody smells terrible. And everybody's got more money than me. It's fucking awful. So, I came here and said, i just been kicking it. Um, actually, I had, I had some shit happen today. I, uh, I, I saw a dick. It changed like my whole perspective on life like changed everything for me and not in a good way I haven't discovered like a new passion or, or a new way to spend my my free time I was a little I was terrified cuz uh I just I thought there was balance in the universe you know I thought there was balance I thought dicks were either big and ugly or small and cute you get one or the other that's balance. That makes things fair for everybody. They're either big and like lopsided, like hanging the one way, and they got some warts on them and some veins, or they're like small and symmetrical. You know, like it's it's small but beautiful. Works for everybody. But this dick, this dick was not only big, but also symmetrical. That's fucking. Ter There's no balance there. That's the superior dick. He could just walk into any room that I'm fucking in and just take over my relationship at any given moment. I'm terrified. Where's the balance in this? You know, you know where it was? He's black. Fuck you, that's a good joke. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not worried about him taking my relationship, though. It's, it's going pretty good. It's, uh, actually, it's almost going to be my four-year anniversary. I'm very happy about that. I forgot the punchline for that again. Um, she forgot to end it. So, no, I know she loves me. You know how I know she loves me? You know how I know it's going well? Cause she been trying to like trick me into like long-term commitment. She knows I'm not gonna marry her. So she just asking shit like, would you still love me if I lost a leg? 
So I asked, which leg? She didn't like that. Apparently, she's more okay with losing a leg than with me giving her funny answers. So I don't know why the fuck she's dating me. But what I told her was, uh, I think so. I like you a lot. I love you for who you are. But if you, like, change as a person, I don't know if I can handle it. Like, if you lost your leg and started running marathons, you know, got yourself a robot one, started started training, I could, I could fuck a Special Olympian. I think that'd be pretty dope. I'd have a good time. I'd feel pretty good about that. But if you started acting like Lieutenant Dan off of, off of Forrest Gump, I don't... I, you're just not the same person no more. I love you as a person, not for your legs. I would miss the real you. The real you. I don't know, that dick fucked me up. <laughs> that and I, uh... Does she got ass dope? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm so scared about the dick. Um... Yeah, so I'm having a good time on 420, as you can tell. I already forgot the second half of my material. I'm a little... Oh, I didn't even write nothing on my hand. I'm not prepared at all. I don't know nothing. I don't even know my own name. I'm mixed up. I got a couple of them. I... Y'all all know this. I used to be known as the uh, Captain Make It Happen. Self-identify, but if you, I figure if you can get at least 10 motherfuckers that are bigger than you to call you by a name, then that's your name, right? So I was capping make it happen for like a week. Um, the metaphor man, too. I feel like that's cool if, like, I was actually good at making up metaphors. No, there's no joke to that. Um, but now my name, my name is a capital P. I like it a lot. I know I I love it honestly. My mom, not so much, but I think she's just jealous that I like beat her, right? Cause she came up with the name, but then I came up with a cooler one. And it's kind of like it's kind of like when you discover comedy and you're just like, oh, that's cool, too cool to not do. Like I can't just not give in to this. So capital, I think she's just bitter. She's just a little bitter. Fuck my mom. Um. Yeah, so I'm setting up your first comic real well. I like this dude a lot. He's probably the only person in this room that can outsmoke me. Not because he smokes more weed. I just don't think you have lungs anymore. <laughs> Honestly, I think I think you just inhale using your gut. Like I think you just expand that, and your whole body just fills with smoke. I want to make fun of your haircut too, but it's 420. I'll be nice. Give it up for your first comic, one of my favorite people, my brother, Mark Neuer. Thanks. Happy 420. It's good to see four people are as excited about comedy as I am. You guys are on fire for comedy out here hustling. I'm actually going to need this mic stand so I can smoke cannabis uh, on this stage while I do comedy. So, 
Happy 420, huh? Let's take it. <laughs> Did you guys see that? He saw that. Yeah, you put your mouth on the mic. Instead of, <laughs> instead of the pipe. <laughs> instead of the pipe. I almost did it again. I almost just did it again. Shut the fuck up. That was a really good act up. That was committed to the bit. You saw that? All right. <laughs> you ever been so high you got to take two extra showers? You got to take an extra shit. Call your little brother. I apologize for calling him retarded. Your entire childhood. Is that just me? Wow. <coughs> you guys going to clap for that? Or do you need me to let you know what it is? This fool is like Oprah right now. You get water. You get water. You get water. You got to. I'll take that. I just shot someone here at Mutiny Radio, ladies and gentlemen, for everyone listening on the internet. For four, this is the second 420 show, so this is definitely... Do you guys know what I was doing last 420? I was hosting this uh, right here. I was literally on this stage last 420, probably about the same exact time as right now. I changed. Now I'm wearing sweaters and wearing glasses and I have a haircut and I wear condoms. <laughs> Shit's crazy, dude. <coughs> did you say no to the bottled water and did you just go fill up in the bathroom with water? I emptied out my tea bags so I can put the water in. I like to empty out my tea bags too. In that bathroom, I've emptied out my tea bags a few times in that restroom. I feel you. I'm talking about my testicles. My little brother isn't retarded. He just has a lazy eye. He's half retarded. You know what I mean? It's okay. We come from the same nutsack. He has the lazy eye, I have the little dick. Sometimes it happens like that, you know? He knows what I'm talking about. Don't you? I know exactly what you're talking about. Precisely, like Miss Frizzle, you know what I mean? How old are you? 23. Do you know who Miss Frizzle is? Okay, cool. You don't know who Miss Frizzle is? Magic School Bus? Yeah, she always said precisely. Jesus. I'm not very religious. I have a lot of religious friends. I always come to them with my problems. Like I have all these woes and worries. And like, have you tried talking to Jesus? And that's just their way of saying, I don't want to talk to you right now. My religious friends don't like that joke either. 
So my religious friend Aaron came up with his own joke. He was like, I was talking to Jesus for you. And I don't know what you did to Jesus, but he told me to tell you to keep his name out of your bitch-ass mouth. Modesto doesn't like that joke either. Modesto's not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of Modesto either. But at the same time, I'm not really a big fan. I'm a human being. I love that you like that joke because it's very similar to like your jokes, you know what I mean? Like it's very similar like structure, like wordplay. Heck yeah. <laughs> this is, I'm so fucking stoned. This one time I was smoking uh, with my friend. We were sitting on the couch smoking a bong. And I was, I'm, I'm hitting the bong. I exhale. I look down. As I look down, I meet his dog, like with my eyes. Like we meet, we make eye contact, like deep soul, like like riveting eye contact. It's like crazy. It's almost like I could talk to the dog. It was like we were just like connected. It's like started like wagging its tail like super fast. Like, what do you want? You know what I mean? It's like started wagging. It's like, what do you want? What's just going on here? Like, wagging its tail. <laughs> wagging its tail. Like, what the fuck, dude? Starts like arching its back. I'm like, what is going on here, dude? It's like wagging its tail. Eye contact, arching its back. Starts showing me its fucking pussy. I'm like, what are you doing? Tail's going. Eye contact. Pussy. Eye contact. We're like. Look at my phone, I'm like, dude, do you, do you fuck your dog? He's like, what? And I was like, I was talking to your dog. He's like, tell me to fuck him. Do you fuck your dog? He's like, you talk to dogs? He's like, that's really not what's important here. I don't think that's the important part to this at all. So I have a new job. That's a great transition, right? Where are you going? That was one of the very first jokes I ever wrote. Do you know that? The dog fucking joke. You know how good it works? Not very well. Not very well. Thank you. Fucking dogs? No. <laughs> Don't let the Mr. Rogers sweater fool you. That is not my new job. I really like this sweater. It's very comfortable. But with this haircut, it makes me look like I'm racist. Like a new age racist. Because like back in the day, people, like racist people wore like leather jackets with patches on them. Now racists look like me. It's like weird. <laughs> it's like weird. They used to like run an army. Now they write blogs. It's like keyboard warriors and shit. Just like the most racist people. YouTube is the most racist place right now in the world probably. YouTube and Twitter. But Twitter's like... Not that bad, because you get, like, flamed for being racist on Twitter. But at the same time, I fucking hate Twitter. Because everyone has a new... A new cause. Everyone supports something. You go to any white girl's Twitter page, it says, Hashtag Black Lives Matter. It's like, I get it, you fuck black guys. I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. I'm not racist. Don't get it twisted, I'm not racist. My girlfriend fucks black guys all the time. Sweet. That was also one of the very first jokes I ever wrote. 
That actually got my got me my very first show in uh, Lodi. I told that joke at a bar, and uh, it was to a bar owner. I had no idea it was a bar owner, and he was like, "I want to book you." I was like, "Okay." He's like, "I want you to do a show at my bar." It's like, "Word." He's like, "I want. I'm going to give you four hundred dollars." Four hundred dollars in the middle of fucking nowhere. Thank you guys for your time. Have a great night. I, I feel like Ernest asked an important question. I want that to be addressed. Did you fuck him? And if you didn't, why not? Because I know you don't have a $400 budget anymore because of that sweater. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm just saying you could have you took care of your problems preemptively. Proactively, you gotta treat your relationships, everything in life like acne. Be proactive. <laughs> I don't have a joke. For, I just believe that. I don't have a joke for that. Your next comic. I love him. He's a great guy. When I, he's a real stoner too. Bringing it back to 420, he's a real stoner. When I first met him, he's he's got at least two crazy crazy vaping gadgets. Like he's got he's got a little pen, he's got a whole little box. And I saw that and I was like, oh, he's a real stoner. And then I remembered, vaping is for bitches. <laughs> so bring up a big old bitch, Mirage Shockey. Hey guys, it's me, the vape bitch. I know uh, my perception of time has already like gotten fucked because I was like, man, that was a solid hour from Mark. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, I have like a pretty complicated relationship with pot. I've been high since I was like 14, which is crazy because it's like that's like two whole years of being high, dude. That's nuts. Uh, but now. Uh, when I smoke weed, it turns out the same shit that makes your eyes red, uh, like your veins fucking open up or whatever, can happen in your nose too. So my like nose just gets clogged every time I smoke weed. So I'm the only person who gets less sleep because they smoke a lot of weed because I can't fucking breathe. And uh, that's not a joke. I'm just really fucking upset about it because <laughs> I went to the doctor for that too because I didn't know why the fuck I couldn't breathe. Um, I'll start telling jokes now though. Um, yeah, I'm a pretty functional stoner. Like, I can take a dab and go do a job interview, but I can't smoke and get a haircut. Like, those are two very different processes. Like, oh, shit, I can talk about myself for 20 minutes. That's easy. Uh, but uh, haircut, it's like, oh, so what did you study in school? Uh, fucking books. Oh, so you're like a lit major or something? Oh, uh, no, it's like internet books. Oh, great, great. I quit weed all the time. I quit it constantly. Uh, but it's really easy to quit drugs when you're already high. That's like eating a 20-inch cheese pizza and then, uh, oh, I fucked it up. No, that's like turning down a burger right after eating a 20-inch cheese pizza all by yourself. Like, oh, no, I'm trying to exert some, self some fucking self-control. Uh, I actually once quit weed and contemplated how big a step I'd taken in personal growth while hitting a dab pen. That is a thing that actually happened. Uh, you guys hear about Notre Dame burning down? Damn shame, beautiful cathedral burning, maybe still smoldering as we speak. Um, 
But before you feel too bad for the French, uh, consider it from uh, my perspective. I'm Egyptian. The Louvre's filled with four floors of our shit, and they didn't exactly borrow any of it. Feeling bad for France for losing a historical monument is kind of like feeling bad for your klepto roommate uh, for finally getting caught stealing at the Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> like, oh, sucks you got a rap sheet, man, but also, <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, like, have you heard of the Luxor Obelisk? It's a 75-foot stone pharaonic tower that they plucked out of Egypt and planted in their front yard like some kind of fucking ancient carrot. I'm just saying, if God burns down a church, maybe he's trying to send you a message, and maybe you should listen. I got more fucking jokes. Uh, I uh, get a lot of misplaced racism. I'm an ambiguous looking fellow. Um... This one time I was in L.A. walking with some friends, sipping a cup of coffee. Uh, this guy whispers to me as I pass by, Little Jew likes his Starbucks. <laughs> okay, well, yes and no. No, I'm not Jewish. Yes, this blonde roast is delicious. Uh, and if 5'7 is little to you, well, fuck you, you're still a racist. Uh, another time I was in mid-Missouri with my super-duper white ex-girlfriend. And we went to a diner. We both ordered the same thing. Full stack of French toast cut in little triangles. Don't know why I'm explaining French toast to you people. Uh, pretty basic cuisine. Uh, she gets hers neatly in a row, and I got mine in the Star of David? <laughs> Is that, like, really creative bigotry, or are you trying to be weirdly inclusive? <laughs> or maybe you called it right. Maybe you realized I was raised Muslim, thought maybe I'd, like, melt into a puddle on the floor, seeing the, the Jew symbol in front of me. Um, a lot of people seem to think that I'm like maybe black, uh, which surprises me. Um, I was technically the only African American at my high school, and boy, did my classmates let me know I was the only African American at my high school. Except they wouldn't call me an African American; they would call me another word that also means African American, but it wasn't African American. I think it's a pretty clear sign I'm not black based on how nervous I'm getting just saying African American this many times in a row. Uh, plot twist, my high school was 93% Asian. But you didn't think it was Asian people calling me the N-word? Well, you're right, it was that other 7%. It was those guys. They were the ones saying it. Uh, I really like video games, but uh, I, I, I hate the word gamer. It's starting to feel like a slur. Like, oh, Marad, you like video games? You a gamer? No, 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 no. I love women and minorities. I'm not a gamer. Dirty people, those gamers. If my daughter ever brought home a gamer, I'm not going to that fucking wedding. Uh, she's dead to me. My, she's dead to me, Mikhail. 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 Uh, I used to work in video game PR, which is a fancy way of saying I filled out uh, spreadsheets about Pikachu for a living. They were our biggest client. I also signed an NDA, which means I shouldn't tell you this next joke, especially on a recorded podcast. Uh, somehow I think they'll miss it, though. Uh, we had a document we had to update pretty frequently, like a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot, called Pokemon Go Related Crimes. Because uh, apparently Pokemon Go fans are also fans of stabbing other Pokemon Go fans. It's like Mother Nature's system of population control. Uh, there's another part of that joke, uh, but I don't remember it. Uh, I used to play this keep away football game uh, in middle school called Smear the Queer. Uh, I thought it was just us that uh, played that game. Turns out it's my most relatable bit. Um, yeah, so whoever had the ball was the queer, uh, and we were all trying to smear him. Uh, 
So we were all, all competing to be the queer? So maybe all along, the game was just like some super woke metaphor for staying true to your sexual identity in the face of external pressures, physical and otherwise. I'll figure out how to end that joke someday. But I say a lot of words fast, and that's fun. Uh, I used to, oh no, not used to. I tried cocaine for the first time recently. Yes, yes. A lot of my stories don't align with my uh, boyish looks or good-natured charm. Uh, I understand I look like something you might put together at the Build-A-Bear workshop. Uh, who, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I've been around the drug block. I thought I knew what it was going to be like. I was like, take a bump, turn to Tony Montana, well-dressed stockbroker, something like that. No! Instead, a bump of cocaine feels exactly like you bought something fucking rad on Amazon. It's just that pure bliss of unearned accomplishment. A couple more bumps, now you went ahead, bought that gym membership you've been putting off. 2019 is going to be your year. You're going to be productive, energetic, get up early. It's going to be great. Uh, but then a full line, like a fat line, that feels like you went ahead, bought yourself a powder blue Adidas tracksuit after doing a bunch of blow in their dressing room. Oh, wait a second. That's just what I did the first time I did cocaine. And the come down is serotonin depletion. It's literally just depression. So like, you'll, you'll be like, oh, I had a great night out with my friends, really tore up the town. And if God could take me from this earth, uh, that would be fantastic. If he could extinguish the flickering candle that is my soul, uh, that would be dandy. So cocaine, yeah, not my cup of drugs. Uh, thank you very much. My name is Murad Shaki. I know I'm never going to try cocaine, because the way you describe it is exactly how my favorite kind of weed feels. And whenever I get that, I, I cannot keep it. Like, that shit is gone by the end of the night. So, not doing coke. Um, I am making a rule. Nobody has broken this rule yet, except for me, but I don't like it, so I'm making it. Um, the bongs are fucking loud, so don't hit them during people's set. Hit them during my sets. Fuck my sets. My sets are shitty. I'm really fucking high. I'm, I'm not putting any value in this no matter what. Everybody else, don't hit the bong because they're fucking loud. I'm going to roll a couple of joints. I'm going to pass those around so y'all are still getting high. Don't you fucking worry. Your next comic looks... I don't think you're like a super big smoker, um, but you look like you're a super big smoker. You got the new balance. You got the long hair blown backwards already. You got the sunglasses. He looks ready to go. I love him very much. Give it up for Luke Moore. What's up? Yeah. Are y'all doing good? Yeah. Y'all doing well and good? Are y'all doing good things to people? Consensually? Are you keeping it consensual? In all your dealings with everyone you meet? Okay. Make sure you're keeping it consensual, okay? Yeah. So, uh, I have this thing. I'm going to do it out of context real quick, but it's just, I, I think it's really funny. But, like, so if, if I were to be, like, the first person to go on stage to do mic check, I, I would do it like this. Uh, mic check, mic check, uh, ooh, ah, ah. uh, mic check, can y'all hear me? Okay. See, I just thought that was funny, like, to do a mic check like that. Okay. Yeah, but we already, we already know the mic, uh, oh, oh, do you cut out? Uh, oh, ah, okay. 
So, you know, groups of animals have funny names, like, uh, you know, like a group of cats. You know what that's called? It's called a clouder. Sorry, I'm just going to raise this up a little bit. That's kind of funny, though, a clouder. Um, you know what a group of crows is called? A murder. That's funny. Murder's funny. And uh, do you know what a group of sea turtles is called? It's actually called a six-pack. That's so funny. That's like that's the, that's the smartest heckle ever. I've n no one's ever told me it's actually called a congress before. I never knew that. That makes sense, though. You know, turtles are wise. I feel like, kinda. I don't know, man. Turtles, they're kind of sea turtles are kind of like weird because they they'll have a litter like they'll have like 20 kids or whatever 20 eggs and then just like one of them on average makes it to the ocean or whatever you know that's that's kind of i don't know is that like anti-abortion stance that i'm saying that's weird am i like not being pro-choice by saying that i'm pro-choice I'm, I'm okay with how the sea turtles deal with their their offspring it's cool you know it's it's their choice, right? It's the sea turtle's choice. I'm not going to try to control the sea turtle's body. You know. Anyways, uh, yeah, the, I think of that sea turtle, that Australian sea turtle from Finding Nemo. And it's just like, we're going to the abortion clinic, dude. <laughs> Crikey. So uh, I've been doing some people watching. San Francisco, great place to people watch. Uh, I love people watching, like especially when the people I'm watching are naked, and when they're fucking each other, and when it's on my computer, it's on my phone. Okay, porn. Okay. Porn's just people watching. Okay. I'm just watching people, mom. <laughs> yeah, my mom, she's nice. She's nice. Like, I, I love my mom very much. I, I always remember, like, growing up, she'd always be like, Luke, dinner's ready. And I'd be like, shut up, get out of my room. You know, I love my mom. Um, yeah, my mom's birthday is on 9-11. And it's, pre it's pretty handy. It's pretty handy because, like, I, I'll never forget her birthday. You know, I just turn on the TV every September 11th and they like reshow the planes crashing into the towers. And I'm like, oh, it's mom's birthday. You know, it's kind of sucks though. Cause like I try to go to the grocery store to get her a cake and all, all the cakes they have are just like have an eagle crying on it. Do y'all remember that image with the eagle and the teardrop? Okay. I, I guess they stopped making those cakes in 2001. Probably. Yeah, there's probably no bald eagle. I don't even know if that was ever a cake. That, that was probably a cake at some point. It was just a thing they would print in the newspapers and then like your elementary school teacher would like cut it out and put it on the wall. That, that was my school. I don't know. I, I come from an interesting city though as far as like being in this city. Like I grew up in, it's an interesting city to live in when 9-11 happened, my city. I, it wasn't New York or the Pennsylvania place or the 
Washington, D.C. But it was in Texas. It was actually in George W. Bush's hometown. So we were like, ah, oh, fuck, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. There's kind of like, we felt bad for George Bush, kind of. I don't know. But, yeah, so Midland, man, I've ha- I had a Midland bit. I had a whole Midland bit. Shit. Oh, yeah, okay, so Midland is in a place uh, called the Permian Basin. It's in West Texas. And a basin is, uh, is a bowl, like a bowl in the ground, uh, like a really big bowl. And uh, Midland actually got its name because it was the midway point between Dallas and El Paso a long time ago. People go to and from. They stop halfway in Midland in the basin. And they, you know, what do you do when you're taking a long trip? You take a break. You probably take a shit, right? So they would take a shit in the bowl, the shithole. And so that's what, like Midland's a shithole. I was supposed to say at the beginning of the joke that my place is literally a shithole. I don't know. Hell yeah. We need like a fuzzy thing on this because I'm just, I'm like the kid from Hey Arnold on here right now. I need to work on my cardio. Yeah. Hell yeah. Let's see here. Um, I learned that Vanessa Carlton is from San Francisco. That's pretty cool, right? Vanessa Carlton. I shouldn't just skip over her name real quick. We know who Vanessa Carlton is. Okay, she had a a really good song. She made a really good song. da 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 that's the death metal version. With <laughs> but Vanessa Carlton's from San Francisco. So that song, so yeah, it starts off, the song starts off, making my way downtown. So she's talking about San Francisco. I thought that was pretty cool. That's the connection I made. And I, I re-listened to the song, and, and it, like, if you listen to it again, you're like, oh, that is San Francisco. She is totally talking about San Francisco. Because if you re-listen to the song, it's like, making my way downtown, and then there's a guy doing heroin. And then there's another guy, he's taking shit right there on the sidewalk. I accidentally slipped on the poop. And I fell down on a dirty needle. And now I have AIDS. Tonight. If I could have some more T cells, that would be great. And then I went to a 49ers game. Thank you. Luke Moore, everybody. Give it up for Luke Moore. Marad's still laughing. That's the sign of a good joke. Another motherfucker comes up. Like, you sh- you're already off the stage, and he's still laughing. Good job. I'm very happy for you. I'm more happy for me, because I didn't have to do any work. But... I'm happy for you. 
Your next comic just grabbed a bong, so I don't know if he knows if he's coming up. Because he's fourth on the list, but third isn't here. I'm pretty sure third isn't here. I'm like 50% sure I know your name. I'm 75% sure, and that's sure enough. So it's not you. I know who it is. He's not here. It's that couple that left. So your next comic, one of my favorite. I know he's a real stoner. Because one night he just showed up, and he said, some dude from hate gave me this bag of weed. And I was like, dope. He was like, I'm going to roll it all in one blunt. And he did, and we smoked it here, and it was amazing. It was like the size of, like, like that big, like three fingers. It was like the size of that symmetrical dick I saw. It was terrifying. Give it up. One of my favorite people, Ernest Meyer Evangelista. Hey, guys. So don't smoke a bond during my set, even though Capital was the one smoking the bong. Um, I'm thinking about smoking the bong during, during my set. Can I smoke a bong during my set? No. Why, why not? If I tell you um, I recently just had sex yesterday, so no, with the girl. What? Mm-hmm. I'll I'll tell you guys a story if you let me hit the bomb. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Cause it really, I'm still trying to figure it out. Okay, never mind. Never mind. I can't tell the story. I'm not gonna do the same thing Mark did. I almost did. You did almost. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But yeah, so. Yeah, so I got laid yesterday. Last night, dude. It's crazy. The last time I got laid was. Probably after I got out of jail in Vegas by my like ex girlfriend from high school. And then um, my uh, baby mama found out, and that's why we're not together. Uh, but besides that, so early, yeah, last night. Uh, after the knockout show, I might have uh, smooth talked the lady into uh, making out with me and also uh, convincing me to buy her a bunch of beer. And then we ended up uh, at her place, and um, I was I was eating the I was eating the, the snatch. <laughs> I was eating it. I got really better at it. Cause like, when you when you see like like one that you just haven't saw in a long time, it's like an old friend coming back. You know, it's like I remember you, imaginary friend, pussy. Where have you been? I've been looking all over for you, and then. Like her pussy lips touch. I've been right here all the time. 
and then uh, I locked my keys in my car. Um, so I tried to leave that night after the encounter, but I couldn't because my keys were in the car. So I played it off and I was like, okay, my bad. Um, yeah, I wanted to stay a little bit longer. <laughs> and then we ended up cuddling and that's why my neck hurts really bad. Because she took most of the space and slept on my arm. Um, then like, yeah, wake up in the morning and you're like... Fuck, I really need to get out of here. And I can't because my keys are in the car. It's like kind of useless. Uh, so you just stay there a little bit longer. And then you have to uh, smash the window of your car. Just to get at back home. And uh, yeah, that's what I did earlier today. I haven't even showered yet, so you ever like the there's still pussy juice on my on my mustache, and my dick's still like slimy wet, dog. It's it's been through it's been through a lot last night, man. It's like it's like uh. It's like, I really should shave. Um, there's, I think there's a condom wrapper in my shoe. I remember trying to put on a condom. And then... Um, finding a condom in my shoe. But I was like, where did all the cum go? <laughs> and then I remembered she swallowed it. Or I might have swallowed it. Um, yeah. Alright, you guys have a good 420. <laughs> Ernest Meyer Evangelista, one more time. One more time. I, uh... You always seem to have stories about life just being hard, man. I'm sorry. Life gets very difficult for Ernest Meyer Evangelista. <laughs> And I feel like I don't. <laughs> um, I feel like he doesn't really engage much, so I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, you said your dick was wet. I got the opposite problem. My dick is my dick is getting dry. It's getting crusty. I didn't know about lotion until I was masturbating for like three years. So uh, my shit's a little. Some people would call it ashy. 
It's a little, it's a little like a redwood tree, but a lot brighter. Um, but just as flaky. Just, I'm thinking about getting circumcised. I feel like that would fix the problem, right? Just like take off the top layer. That's what Botox surgery is, right? Something like that. No. No. Would Botox fix it? Maybe I'll just get Botox on my dick. Because I'm, I'm a little worried about getting a cast on my dick, too, you know? Dick jokes. Your next comic is a very nice guy, but he kind of looks like a dick. Give it up for Mikhail Lenko. All right. Let's give it up one more time for Ernest Evangelista, guys. Right? He definitely looks like someone who gets laid annually. Uh, the last time you had sex was in prison. Was it consensual? No. so hard to get it in the hole. Holy shit. All right. So uh, Luke Moore looks like uh, Edward Scissorhands if instead of Scissorhands he had uh, Hands Hands. Maybe you could go by Luke Hands Hands. Just keep it consensual. Joe Biden. Okay. Um, so my name's Mikhail. Hi, everybody. Uh, I am an adult. Uh, but I'm an adult who cannot open those childproof pot packages. Am I right? Um, I can, however, find scissors. Uh, I can do that. Uh, you know what? Come to think of it, I figure most children could, po could probably find scissors, right? So what are these fucking childproof pot packages doing? I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I was smoking pot before it was even legal. Yeah, it's legal now, so that's fine to say. But uh, I was smoking weed back in the day, and we used to get pot and all kinds of like, you know, we got pot in paper bags, no big deal, right? And I wasn't worried about any children taking my pot. Fuck that. I beat up kids to keep my pot. Uh, I was more worried about my parents taking my pot because, you know, they couldn't get as good as shit. Um... Uh, no, but it is, so now that weed is legal, do you, everybody knows this, right? It has to come in this particular type of plastic bag that's really tricky to open, right? These plastic fucking bags. And it's like, once we finally fucking introduce the cannabis market to the capitalist system, inevitably we get more plastic trash. Hmm? Go fucking figure. Um, one of these are going to hit, huh? All right. Uh, America... Um, Marijuana has become America's darling drug, uh, I feel like, right? Uh, and not, a, not marijuana, I mean cannabis, uh, obviously, right? Um, uh, cannabis, yeah, fuck it. It's not going to get any worse, tell you what. Uh, yeah, I bet cannabis has higher favorables than, uh, you know, that fucking uh, plastic factory we call capitalism. Uh, it probably has higher favorables than anything that sounds Mexican. Uh, dead serious, they actually named marijuana marijuana back in the day, 1930s or whatever, to make people associate cannabis with Mexicans. Because people back in the day uh, apparently used to hate Mexicans. Uh, no, I read that in a book somewhere. America used to be racist. 
But uh, now it's like the pendulum has swung back totally the other way, and it's like all these marijuana advocates, right, are, are saying things like, marijuana can help you lose weight, and things like, marijuana stimulates appetite, hmm, okay. Marijuana can boost energy levels, right? Marijuana aids relaxation. Marijuana can make you more productive. Marijuana can make you more creative. Horse shit, guys. I mean, when's the last time you guys ever made anything on marijuana? Right? I'm serious. Like the la the only thing I can make on marijuana is a mess. Um, oh, and these shitty fucking jokes that you've been hearing. Uh, let's see. Oh, no matter no matter whether America remains a democracy or becomes a dictatorship, I think our rulers should all be about 12 inches. America has its problems, but I'm not afraid to say God bless you anytime America sneezes. They say sneezing is about one-seventh of an orgasm, but I don't think they're doing it right. For me, they're about interchangeable, which means I'm really good at sneezing. I think that's all that that can mean. Nevertheless is a word. Nevermore is not a word. Nevermore is a word, but nevertheless isn't. Nevertheless, awkward is an awkward word. Unusual has an unusual amount of use in it. Weird is normal these days, but it's still spelled weirdly, and uh, nobody likes to spend time with me. Nah, I'm just kidding, my super hot girlfriend who definitely exists. My super hot girlfriend who definitely exists, she used to get really upset with me because I shaved my head, right? And she's like, Mikhail, would you still be with me if I shave my head, right? It's like, of course, I said, of course, babe, of course I would, you know, because even though I am superficial, right, uh, I'm also dishonest. Honesty is honestly overrated if I'm gonna be honest. Uh, like, does anybody remember Smokey the Bear? Yeah, he's pretty well known for this, like, his famous slogan, like, only you can prevent forest fires, right? That happens to be dishonest, because in California, we use prisoners to put out forest fires. Sounds fucked up, but it's true. Uh, we use prisoners to put out forest fires in California, and imagine, right, having to explain that to your kid. He comes home from school one day, and he says, Daddy, Daddy, I just learned that we use prisoners to put out forest fires. Is this true? Well, yeah, Timmy, that is true. We do that in California. Well, but what, what if they're scared? I mean, what if they don't want to? Oh, well, Timmy, they're, they're prisoners, and they don't really have much of a choice. They kind of have to do it. What well, doesn't that mean they're under duress? And if it's not a free choice, what in what sense is, are they not slaves? Whoa, Timmy, no. Um, they're not slaves, right? Because in United States history, slavery was based on race. Whereas our criminal justice system. Uh, Timmy, ever wonder where babies come from? Oh, right. Um, my politics, I'm pretty far over to the left. Like, I will only eat uh, leftovers. Um, they call me a Bernie grad. I don't think that goes far enough. Like, I'm an atheist who views Bernie Sanders as the first coming of Christ. 
I mean, think about it. They're both Jewish. They were both carpenters. Uh, they both stood up on behalf of the powerless to defend against the powerful. And, um, and if Jesus were alive today, he and Bernie would be about the same age. Yeah, about the same age. Uh, I'm not one of those, you know, fucking uh, Bernie bros, though. You guys remember the Bernie bros in 2016? So, Hillary Clinton stole the nomination from Bernie Sanders. Meh. Right, guys, Hillary Clinton didn't steal the nomination from Bernie Sanders. She bought it. Uh, her aides actually still blame. I shouldn't work on that one. Uh, well, yeah, wait, you, one minute. Perfect, all right. Um, so her aides actually blame Bernie Sanders uh, for her loss. Uh, sh and they, ha they kind of have a point, right? Because if Bernie had never. Uh, run, then she would have never uh, corrupted the primary nomination process. And if she never corrupted the primary nomination process, there would be nothing in the emails that were released by WikiLeaks. And therefore, she would have been able to beat Donald Trump. So that's actually pretty sound reasoning. He basically cheated by participating, and when she cheated him out of the nomination, she claimed that Donald Trump cheated for having released that information in coordination with WikiLeaks, and now Julian Assange is in prison. So is Chelsea Manning. And these are people who say things like, it's important, trans, trans issues, like trans people in the military, right? This is a big political priority, uh, and yet Chelsea Manning, you ask them about Chelsea Manning, and they don't give a fuck, you know? She's out now because they arrested Julian Assange. By the way, she, so basically she was incarcerated, but she wasn't, uh, she was detained because she refused to uh, narc on Julian Assange. And now they got Julian Assange anyway. All right, thanks a lot. Ah! to get you off stage. I was clapping for not, for not snitching. I'm just really passionate about not snitching. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to kick you off stage. Well, also, those were just premises that I have. I don't even have jokes for them. I felt like it was irresponsible to like using stage time for that. Like, you know. All right. That's beautiful. I'm glad to hear that. I, I could not I love you, but I could not. Pay. I could pay attention to what you were saying, but I couldn't understand it. It was exactly like watching TV. I was like, I trust that they know what they're talking about. Um, good thing I don't vote. My mom votes for me. Your next comic, I, I've met him a couple times, but I don't know his material. I haven't seen him a lot, so I'm not going to give him a fancy intro or anything. I like to... <laughs> Let people prove themselves. This is watch and learn. He hadn't smoked any weed, so he's probably going to be a lot better than most of us. I said no because I already did. Oh, already did. Beautiful. So basically a hot box. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, never mind. Just as good as us. Sorry. Give it up. Give it up. I'm tired of it being quiet in here. Give it up for Casey Fields. What an intro, I love it. I don't know you that good. I hit myself in the head just now. Wow. You're not as good as us. I'm at, no, this is fantastic. Thanks for being here on 420. You guys are like some of the hardest working comics out there. It's insane. I don't open mic. I'm proud of every single one of you. Damn. 
I'm, what I'm not proud of is myself. Uh, <laughs> here's what I've been doing. Um, every other day for this last month, I've been going to McDonald's. <laughs> no exaggeration. Like, it, I don't know, is it a problem? Is it a, is it a problem, Rod? It is? I don't know. I don't know if it's a problem. Yeah. You ever go to McDonald's so much that the people that are working there start to recognize you? Because I have. I pull up to the drive-thru and the guy at the window makes eye contact with me and goes, oh, hey, man, how's it going? And I was thinking, not good. Your friendship is my wake-up call. I don't want to be in this relationship. I live in San Francisco. You guys live in a city too? Yeah? Hold right on. Yeah. yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know. <laughs> I hope you guys had an easy time getting here. I, uh, I don't know. I think uh, walking around San Francisco is exciting, you know? It's kind of like that old video game Frogger, except instead of avoiding cars, you win by avoiding crazy people. I don't know. That was okay. <laughs> Fuck that joke. I'm not, I think that's the last time I'm going to try it. You ever like spend like th fucking 30 minutes to an hour just trying to craft one little thing and like it doesn't fucking matter? You're just like, no, it's just like the idea itself sucks, dude. It doesn't matter how, how, like, how many times you rewrite the sentence. I, um, I don't know. I try to be careful walking around the city because uh, I'm not a fighter. Uh, when I was a kid, I don't know, I, I learned that early in life. When I was a kid, my mom signed me up for karate classes at the YMCA, uh, not because I was an athlete, but because she looked at me and was like, this kid's going to need some self-defense. Uh, yeah, you look like a nerd, you got a big mouth, and you go to public school. It's not going to go good. <laughs> so I did karate for a minute. And what I can tell you from my experience is that karate gives you the confidence that you should not have, especially a kid. Like, because people, t people will tell you you're really good. They're like, you're super strong, way to go, you can do it. And it gets to your head. You're like, yeah, damn straight, I got a yellow belt, I can take anyone. I'm the next Bruce Lee, that's what I am. And uh, that's what I thought. I thought that until one day I went to school and I found out karate doesn't teach you how to fight. Karate teaches you how to do karate. Those are two very different things. <laughs> I was at the schoolyard facing off with this bigger fella and uh, instead of noticing the obvious, I, I just wouldn't back off. I remember the look on his face. He was just confused. Like, what are you going to, I'm going to destroy you in like 0.2 seconds. What are you doing? And I was just doing my karate moves. like, whoo, whoo. And that's the last thing I remember. Next thing I know, I'm sitting in the principal's office. <laughs> my mom picks me up. I get in the car. She says, you don't have to take karate anymore. That was the good news. The bad news is that my dad found out about it. Actually, I'm going to add a tag to this because there is a piece of this story that I hadn't, hadn't occurred to me until just now. The worst part, really, if I think about it, 
is they suspend you for school. They suspend you from school, even if you're the dude that got beat up. And on top of it, I remember like basically they have to like my parents were kind of fighting about it. Like they're just like, well, he's not that bad of a kid. Like what he, you know, you see him. He, he's the one clearly that like died. So. Um, but they push back, and like the principal goes, "Well, have you noticed that Casey's grades are slipping?" And <laughs> I swear to God, that's what they do. And I remember, like, my parents just like on the drive home, they're just like, D "You're not even good at being a nerd." Like, this is how disappointing today is. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know. Maybe I can workshop it. I don't know. Maybe not. I'll figure it out. I think. No, I guess the, the second worst part is that my dad gave me boxing lessons. He's like, I'm going to teach you how to really fight. And his solution was to put on some boxing gloves, meet me in the garage, and punch each other in the head for about an hour. <laughs> yeah. It was the 90s, dude. The lawless 90s. Uh, yeah. We'd have boxing lessons uh, every Thursday or any time dad came home a little bitter about work. Uh, or if I said something mildly annoying, like, dad, can I have a cell phone? It's like, it's time for boxing lessons. <laughs> um, I don't really have anything else that I wanted to say. How much? I don't even know. Did I get a light? No? Am I I'm just going to keep going? Okay. I have some things that I wrote down on my phone on the way over here. They're not even workshop, but I'd love to hear your opinion on it. Um, let's see. You guys watch that uh, Netflix show? Doc, like it's like a, a documentary on animals called Our Planet. Yes. You have. Is it just me, or have you guys noticed like they're really pushing the global warming stuff on this one? Like, really hard. Like, if there was an episode on, like, walruses that have to fall off a cliff because there's not enough room on Earth for them, right, when they're breeding ground. And it's just like, I swear to God, it's like 10 minutes of walruses falling off a cliff to their death. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is horrific. I mean, it's funny, but it's horrific. I felt so bad about <laughs> using plastic bags. I think that's what they should do is like, you know, when you go to like Safeway or something and you forgot to bring a bag, instead of making you pay 10 cents, they should just be like, you got to watch this walrus video right now <laughs> for not bringing, this is you doing this to the wall. <laughs> Maybe I'll try it. I don't know. Um, you ever call someone on the phone and instead of calling you back, they like text you? <laughs> Doesn't that feel like a diss? You're just like, really? Dude? I, don't, I, I don't even know what it means, I guess, is the problem. It's like, did I just get downgraded as a friend? <laughs> um, let's see. Um, so, I like going, I don't know. Have you guys ever heard, like, I, I think movies are great for dates. Like, everybody thinks that, right? Oh, just take a girl on a date, right? And go to the movies, get some popcorn or something. Maybe that might be good. Uh, have you guys also, on top of that, heard that, like, horror movies are supposed to turn girls on somehow? Have you heard this? Is this just me? No, you never? One, one yes, two no? You, you, oh, shit. Have you heard of it, though? I didn't hear it. Uh, 
Horror movies, turn girls on. You have heard that. Yeah. Seems reasonable. Seems reasonable. It turns them on if you're less scared than them. If you're oh. the one doing all the like high pitched screaming, <laughs> low, holding your nuts, just terrified. <laughs> then it's not really a surprise. <laughs> looking around the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Way. Okay. <laughs> That's a great explanation. All right. <laughs> so, oh, I see. This is a teaching moment. Like, <laughs> it wasn't even a horror movie. I'm just a bitch when it comes to that Labyrinth Bowie movie. Like, I can't do this. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> is that yeah, I mean, he does look freaky in it. Like, uh, anyway, <laughs> that was fucking great. That was funnier than anything I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> just, yeah, no, I heard that, and like, I remember this is this is like about a few years ago. I took a. I took a girl to, I heard that rumor and I was like, I'm going to take a girl to see a scary movie. And so I show up to the movie theater and the only movie in theaters at the time was like uh, like a girl with a dragon tattoo. <laughs> and I didn't realize that horror could go a little too far. <laughs> like it was really hard to make a move like in between rape scenes. It was just not happening. <laughs> anyway, that's my time. Thank you so much, everybody. There we go. Fucking perfect. I like how your shirt says hip hop, but it's a basketball shirt. Like, I don't know. That just confused me halfway through your set. That's part of what I was thinking about when I didn't hear your joke. Your next comic. You, yeah, it's you. You look like either like a painter or a, or a pirate. Maybe like, <laughs> like you know, who here reads Harry Potter? Uh, Red. Red? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, not actively reads like the Bible. You read it every night before you go to bed. Like I think I've told this joke before. You look like Peter Pettigrew in like middle school. <laughs> what? Not Fuck you. Give it up for Kyle Morrissey. <laughs> I was really trying to figure out where you were going with that. Um, I'm thinking about shaving, because if uh, you guys notice, my beard is ginger. Uh, it looks like it's accidentally giving away a secret my face has been trying to keep its whole life. Like, I'm so glad I didn't have a beard in middle school. It'd probably be a lot funnier. Um, how's everybody's 420 going? <laughs> Dude, you like how it's like the windiest day of the year? <laughs> Mother Nature's trolling you guys. Like, good luck lighting that shit. Um, I don't smoke weed because uh, I did dare and that shit fucking worked. I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. What did I do today? Uh, I meditated in the morning. I meditated. Um, I like meditating. Uh, whenever I talk to people about meditating, they're always like, oh, I can't, I can't do it right. I can't get it to work. Um, I can't, I can't turn my mind off. I was like, who said turning your mind off was the point? Like, you know, who can turn their mind off dead people. Uh, I don't know why you're trying to do that. What, let's see what else did I do. Um, I went to, uh, 
I went to the nursery by my house today. The plant nursery, not the baby nursery. Uh, I was just checking out babies. Um, I was looking at cactus beds, which is so stupid. Like, yeah, let's name it the one thing it can't be. Just lie down on it. Um, gosh, what else? Um, you guys have any good food today? Are there like... I'm not picking on you. <laughs> okay, what? Oh, cool. Okay. Um, I figured today's probably a good day for food. Have you heard of Wahlburgers? Yes, I have. Mark Wahlberg's. <laughs> I like Mark Wahlberg as an actor. I don't like Mark Wahlberg as a restaurant. Um, <laughs> Uh, I went to the one in downtown Palo Alto, which was weird because you walk in and you're like, I'm in Fresno. <laughs> like, like no one in here came in off the street. They, uh, they came with the place. Like, I think this whole building is just one giant inflatable unit. Um, I walked in, I was like picturing what that city council meeting looked like with him there, where they were planning the zoning for <laughs> Wahlburgers in Palo Alto. And I'm just like, yeah, Facebook, Stanford. Wahlburgers does the kick from Boogie Nights. <laughs> um, but you walk in and it's just decals of him and his family all wearing the same shirt. Like, here's our story. There's Donnie over there. Mom lets me be the, the head boy, even though we all know she's the boss. Um, the food was awful. Uh, the food, like, uh, my only suggestion for Mark Mark beat up a Vietnamese guy in the 90s. So it's really weird that he's serving banh mi sandwiches at his restaurant. Um, yeah, terrible. I like I like movies. I'm a big movie guy. Um, I'm a big movie guy. I like I used to not like the Marvel movies, but now I do. Um, I I just I liked Avengers. I just didn't think it was realistic at all. Um, like. Those guys would be getting so much more ass. Like Thor doesn't have a love interest. I don't understand how in like every scene he's not just like I gotta go. Like someone else has got to meet Thor's hammer. Um, like even if the writing wasn't trying to focus on it, there's no way they'd be able to keep it out of the script. Like come on. Um, Peter Parker is a teenager. Like, I don't understand how he's not prematurely ejaculating web everywhere. Uh, like, oh, my spider senses are tingling. Dude, those are hormones. Like, I bet something's tingling, though. Just, like, in his room, like, what are you doing in there, Peter? Nothing, Aunt May. Uh. Um, I'm looking for a job right now, um, which is a little hard, harder for a white guy than you might think. Bear with me. Uh, I uh, had to stop specifying my race and my gender on the application forms um, just to create a bit of a buffer for when they finally see me. And they're like, we have way too many of you. <laughs> what did you say your name was? Kyle? Yeah, we definitely have enough Kyles. Interviews are tough because they typically start off with them asking me, like, don't you already work here? Uh, no, I don't. I'm sorry. Um, I went to Europe recently. Was, I mean, it's crazy. So... I don't know if Murad talked about Notre Dame burning down. Uh, I was in Europe. I was in Paris like three weeks ago 
with my girlfriend standing in front of that building just going like, we don't have to go inside. Like, it's fine. <laughs> uh, and now you can't anymore, so. But uh, yeah, Europe was fun. Uh, really fucked up some commas. Because <laughs> that's their decimal point, so not that hard. Just buy a chocolate croissant. You're in the club. <laughs> um, let's see. We, I'm a big history buff, uh, and so we went to Normandy. We were in France. We went to Normandy and uh, looked at the D-Day beaches, like like Omaha Beach, uh, like from Saving Private Ryan, which was awesome because that movie is like my favorite comedy. Um, we even went to like the cemetery from the first scene and my girlfriend was like, you should reenact the movie. I was like, oh my God, like over the graves and splashing around in the water. Like it was great. Um, but uh, it was weird seeing real life history. Uh, it, it was just really hard to imagine all that stuff happening there. And uh, I was I was, ex I was expressing that to her. Uh, she's like, what, like compared to the documentaries and, and the photographs? I was like, no, Call of Duty. Like, like when I invaded Normandy, uh, there was not a road here. So, I mean, I just looked at like real life history. I'm like a millennial and I looked at like real life history and I was just like, yeah, I don't know about that. I think, uh, I think I know better. I'm, um, I'm gonna go moon landing on this. I don't think, I don't think World War II ever actually happened. Um, I'm not Holocaust denier. I swear. Speaking of the Holocaust, I'm very skinny. And, uh, in, uh, in, in high school, I got made fun of for my weight, which was weird because like, uh, I was like, oh, I thought you're only supposed to get made fun of for your, for your weight if you have too much of it. And people are like, that's not woke. Um, but, uh, it's, it's, it's gender, like gender norms are kind of like inverted. Like if you're a girl, you're subconsciously told you're supposed to be skinny. If you're a guy, you're supposed to like be buff. There's no punchline to any of this. It's just true. Uh, so, um, yeah, gosh, what else did I, what else did I do today? Oh, you guys like Q-tips? No? Yeah? Dude, um, I'm never going to stop using Q-tips, even like with what the PSAs say. Uh, someone will be like, dude, you know that causes ear damage, right? I'm like, say that again, motherfucker. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no, I didn't hear you. Um, hmm. Go on social media a lot. Um, and uh, you guys heard of Andrew Yang? He's like, run, he's running for president. Um, and he's like the meme presidential candidate. Uh, but he's, uh, he's talking about, I, I was, I was initially like interested in his campaign, um, until someone told me not to be, and I was like, oh, okay, never mind. Um, but, uh, I wanted to listen to him talk about universal basic income. Cause that's, that's the platform he's on. What he wants to do is give people a thousand dollars a month just to give them that like freedom to you know relax and maybe like learn a new language and uh uh i was like that's a great idea but then i thought about it i was like i'm looking for a job right now and that that means i spend six to eight hours a day like playing video games and spending money on food and that's like without the financial security so i don't know how much better things are going to get if i get a thousand dollars a month um, but Andrew Yang, I went on Twitter the other day and he was like, uh, he was like, why does Mexican food taste better on the West coast than it does on the East coast? I was like, I feel like that's not a great thing to ask if you're running for president, man. Like, cause I just looked at a map and I felt like I had my answer. Um, 
But I mean, that's like like Mexico doesn't run across the bottom of the United States. It stops at Texas. Um, it's like these people who who make it across the border. I mean, they're illegal immigrants. They just like risk their lives and. Like, why the hell would they want to try to sneak to the south after that? So you can get carnitas in Maryland. <laughs> um, is that a minute? All right, thank you. Give it up for Kyle Morrissey. After the show, we, we're going to kick it for a bit. We're going to smoke a bunch. I'll get a thing of water. I'll get some cups. Um, hmm? Oh, it was great seeing you, Kyle Morrissey. Give it up one more time for Kyle Morrissey. You got to leave without looking. Like an explosion. Like the bomb it was. All right, your next comic. I like, he's the only one who I feel like really dressed up for 420. His pants, his pants match the occasion. Because it's 2019, Wade ain't just green no more. Sometimes it's purple. I love him very much. He hosted this last week. Was It It was like last week or the week before? Last week. I've been smoking, last week. Yeah. I'm smoking a lot of weed. Give it up for Shane Kenny. What's going on, everyone? How are y'all doing? I know y'all are just thrilled about that today is Easter. So, um, yeah, everyone's got something to celebrate this week. The Jews, the Christians, the stoners. Maybe this will all work out. Maybe the Jews and Christians will get contact high, and then they'll invite us to dinner, you know, because munchies. Um, This is cool, though, like, People always go on about how, you know, weed is bad, but, you know, drinking, which kills and causes depression and all that stuff, totally normal. You know, like, my parents, it's funny, like, my parents are more upset about me being a pothead than they are about me and all my brothers just being able to drink like sailors. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, the bl- if you black out from alcohol, that's a completely different situation than if you black out from weed. Like, if you black out from alcohol, you wake up, your car's got puke in it, there's some blood stains on the front, and you're just like, what the fuck happened last night? You black out on weed, you just wake up like, where did all my cereal go? Like, I went to the store yesterday, now there's just a cardboard box that looks like it's been mauled by a bear. Like, shh. Completely different outcomes. So, um, you were t- someone was talking about horror movies earlier. Horror movies, you know, awesome if you're not a bitch. Um, I'm a scrotum of a person. That uh, Quiet Place movie I watched, like, under a blanket with a pillow. Um, but I learned this recently. Apparently, a lot of horror movies are all funded by Christian propaganda groups. Like, all that money that's going to church is probably going to fund a horror movie. Because let's be honest, with, you know, us going into space and touchscreens, it's like the whole guy in the sky causing everything ship is taking a beating. But you know what every human has in common? A fear of hell. You know, that wholesome idea that all of your poor decisions, mistakes, and wrongdoings will, that you'll be held accountable for? 
just accountability in general, I think is terrifying to people. But yeah, so every that's why like the base plot line of every horror movie is just like, oh, zombie nun or the devil or uh, Krampus. It's always gets back to some Christian trope at the beginning. You never see people run to like a crowded place in a horror movie. They always go to the most secluded fucking possible location. If I'm in a horror movie, I'm running toward a mall. You know, or a sports bar, just where there's a ton of people and I can lose the demon in there. So, what else? Um, anyone here like going to casinos, gambling? Awesome. My crowd. Because if you're going to gamble with something, it better be your health on drugs. Um, I went to a casino with my brothers uh, over winter and... They all gambled. They're like, hey, do you want to partake? And I already went there high, so conspiracy brain was on the case going, man, casinos are a lot like capitalism. Like, there's the illusion that you can win, but no one who ever tries to win wins. It only win, You only win if you're screwing other people over. And meanwhile, for all the money they're losing, I was thinking about, how much drugs could I have bought with that? Like, let's be honest, my brother lost $200 at the blackjack table. With $200, I could have bought 24 grams of mushrooms, 20 tabs of ecstasy, or two pounds of weed. I could have kept myself chemically intoxicated for an entire week straight. Meanwhile, when you gamble with money, the only chemicals you're getting are a small amount of oxytocin and adrenaline from the illusion that success is on the way. So... This is awesome. As you can tell, I'm high already, you know? It's like the Christians and capitalism. This is fun. Anyone here into the true crime or true horror stuff? You know, just... There's all these tons of shows about just murder. Like, my parents like those crime shows, but they're not just into one of them. They're into all of them. Like... You name it, Law and Order, CSI. There's even a show called How to Get Away with Murder, just for because things like Cold Case and you know 60 Minutes weren't enough. But after a while, I caught onto what my parents are watching, and I'm thinking, how many of these shows do you have to watch before you know how to actually get away with murder? Like I'm thinking about, it. they've been watching these for like years. They're, I think they're pretty close. And at one point, I started just doing chores around the house, making them breakfast and coffee. And my three other brothers were like, why are you kissing mom and dad's ass? Uh, I am trying to live. Not sure if you've caught on what they've been tuning into, but I think they're trying to narrow down the kid selection. We're middle class and none of us are all going to college. So they're trying to, you know, make a draft pick at this point. Like, think about it. Cold case shows you how to hide the body. CSI shows you how to erase the evidence. And Law and Order teaches you how to lie to the cops. And the whole neighborhood would weep for my poor parents whose son just went missing in a tragic accident, you know? So, my parents are good people. Like, 99% of the time, awesome. The other 1%, you know, fuck me. Um, but I'm third of four children and my parents forget mine and my brother's names on a weekly basis. Mostly like my dad. Just, um, he has us numbered by order in which we were born. I'm not kidding you. Like a common thing, he'll be like, 
all right, one and two, I need to talk to you. Three and four, take out the trash. Um, got it. One time I called his work and left a message, and I was like, yeah, just tell him number three called. He's busy. He won't remember my name, you know? One time my dad called me by all of my siblings' names and then still drew a blank on my name. He goes, Jimmy, Casey, Nolan. And I was like, actually, it's Johnny. That, he, that pissed him off. Yeah, it's like, hey, you, you forgot. I'm trying to have some fun with it. So, what else? Um, Easter's coming up. It's this week. I'm a terrible Catholic. Uh, Jesus was the original Walking Dead. Jesus was a zombie. No one acknowledges it. Think about it. He meets all the criteria of zombie. He lived. He died. He came back. It's a zombie. Like, the problem was they didn't have the walking dead back in biblical times. You know, it's just like, hey, Jesus is back. And yeah, he's not, his words are, he's struggling to make words, but Jesus is back. Let's continue the books. Um, yeah, we now have eight seasons of the walking dead. If Jesus were to come back now, I feel like people would react a little bit differently. It's like, holy crap. Jesus is back, guys. It's Jesus. Get the bullets and arrows. The nails and thorns did not work. You know, people would be loading up like, die, zombie Jesus. And then we would all celebrate with chocolate and rabbits because we stopped the apocalypse. That's Easter sounds a lot more fun than this find an egg crap. <laughs> Everyone on Easter just loading up. Let's do this, guys. All right, I'm Shane Kenny. That's my time. One more time. There we go. That's a. Uh, if I didn't know what, like, uh,